I it wasn't going to directly spearhead that. Yeah, but I did. But it does yeah. seem like when I meet Texan people, they want to have bigger hats. The bigger hats. Flashier hat, clothes. Their mm-hmm. hands are bigger. Uh, a lot of times their trucks are bigger. Mm-hmm. Uh, and their attitudes are always bigger. Yeah, they don't drive F-150s. They drive F-151s. You they, know, like they just yeah. have to be bigger. F-51s. Yep, that's exactly right. <laughs> uh, so congratulations. Thank you. Thank you. Married. Yeah. Married now. I'm married. She has what, rings. I got the rings. Mine's not on. She doesn't have. I should have put mine on. I can go do it. Wow, this no, is no, no, no. It's fine. We only I'm do gonna... the audio for this, so we'll just pretend. Oh my god, it's so big, Lance. Look at you, bud. I can't even take it off. But yeah, I tried to get the biggest one I could just to um because I just want to look like I'm rich. Mm-hmm. You know, <laughs> even if you were rich, I'm not sure you would look like you're rich. I don't think that I would. I think I. I think I don't. But at least this. This part of my hand will. Mm-hmm. For this, sure. This Absolutely. Part. If they were to zoom way in. Yeah. The three-quarter knuckle on the left uh, fourth Which, finger. By the way, isn't meant to be bad. I'm not saying you look poor. You just don't look like you would show off money in those kinds of ways. I just know I don't. But I do like to have um, mm-hmm. you know, a nice pair of shoes. And um, I would like to have a, I would like to not have my 99 Subaru Legacy. Okay. I could see those things. And those happening. would be really the only ways I think I would show it off. Yeah, that would be the two big changes. What would be your changes if you became rich, Misha? What do you think? Um, I would do a lot of the same, but I would have a, a house. Yeah, exactly. So, so you just pretty you probably have a very similar place to what you have now. Do you just happen to own it? And it would have like a big yard that was just my own. And more rooms and not close to um, other people who we share walls with. Oh, sure. Yeah, that makes yeah. sense. Yes, yes. The, but, the luxuries of middle-class living when we were children. Yeah, yeah. Yes. I do mm-hmm. being a child. Yeah, I wouldn't be buying clothes very often unless something happened and I needed some. Well, you already have a ton of clothes. You really have a lot of clothes. Well, I most like, like Lance buys a lot of shoes. I like, I, 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 I told you. A little you. bit of a... Aaron mm-hmm. likes hats. I like shoes. And addiction. Mm-hmm. Well, and you get it because you, you do have probably more hats than, than one person would usually need. Yeah, I probably have the hats of about 20 people. How many hats do you have? Yeah, how many do you have? There's about 60 that are on the wall and then I have some that are spillover that don't have space ah, on the wall. 60? Yeah, so I probably have about 70 hanging around here somewhere. Holy and smoke. I, like I said, I would guess the average person probably has about four or five. Yeah, right. I, I have, have two. two. You have two. I have two. So we have four. Mm-hmm. Between so, the two of you. The, between the two of us, we have four. And Which we, is a complete reasonable amount. Does each one have a lot of significance? Well, it's, it's, it's no, a, they're almost great. all the same. Um, it's just every year I buy another Cubs hat and I buy another. Like I buy my team's hats over and over again. Or as I see hats I like. Like I like Star Wars. So there's a Baby Yoda hat, you know? Of course. Of course. So you buy a new, you'll buy a new Cubs hat every year. Yes. You have to, because I feel like after a year of wearing a hat all the time, you probably want to freshen it up, right? In which a normal person should throw it away. But also you're like, this is too nice to throw away. But now that I've had a hat that like I sweat in 10 years ago that I still have, I'm looking at it like maybe it's time to throw this away. But it's also important to remember that that sweat has meaning and that there's memory there. I, I still have memory without the hat. Okay. Well, then you don't really need the hat then. Yeah. Well, now this is going to lead into your shoes. How many shoes do you have? I have 
Uh, Actually, you know what, Misha? How many shoes does Lance have? I'd have to count, but I mean, he's close to like 20 pairs of shoes. I probably have 25 pairs of shoes. And do you hunt down a certain brand or what are you doing with, why no. are you getting so many? So what happened, like, um, I usually will stick specific to a brand, but then I'll, uh, and I'll just get that same shoe over and over and over. And then I'll, once it's, once it shows like it's a little worn, I'll toss it or donate it or something mm -hmm. and get a fresh one. But I just actually bought, I'm not a sneaker guy, but I bought some like, nike air max shoes yeah those are and so those are probably like now i've opened up a new door where i'm like oh i could i could see myself getting more of these kind of shoes yeah no i understand that oh, but normally yeah, i would sure. just do vans or birkenstocks and you then know? lance what does misha buy a bunch of where you're like this is her impulse thing these are her shoes you know, it's funny because like, so the reason we both have a lot of shoes, but the reason we have shoes is because there was a shoe store in LA that was a vegan shoe store. That I worked at. That she worked at. Mm -hmm. And they gave me a lot of they shoes. They went out of business during COVID. So they hit us up because they coincidentally had both of our sizes in like 15 pairs each. Oh my God. Like that. So they came over and or you picked up like, she brought home like these bags full of all these brand new shoes. So that's why the shoe game kind of got amped up. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Right. But because we have so many shoes, I'm like, I don't need more shoes. I might, ne I might never in my life need another pair of shoes. And I will buy her shoes just to buy. So she has. And he them. did just buy me another pair of shoes. Yeah. So I'm just <laughs> adding to her shoe collection, even though she doesn't need it. And now when Lance buys the shoes, are you mad? No, because they were really comfy sneakers. They're so comfy. And, okay. and my toes, my my toes are, oh, they they, they point upward. We'll call and them arched. Yeah. Arched. They're arched. Like the toenail part. I don't so, want the, yeah. the toe, I don't want you to think that her toe like goes up <laughs> like that. That's what she did. But that's what she did with her well, fingers. She was like, my like toes. That, it's a bit of a, it's a bit of a rant. But, I, but, but, but no, 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 no. Cause here's the thing I want to just, just for also for your listeners, I don't want people to think that I'm with a, someone who has a freaky foot. Her foot uh -huh. is normal. Her toenail just has a little bit of a, of a slight kicker to it. A bit of an incline. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. they're aerodynamic. A so, little, yeah. They are a little aerodynamic. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. And, uh, but they're not, they're not weird looking feet. But my toe does happen to push through sneakers over time. Okay. Oh, that makes sense. So that's what yeah. I was getting at. So not to just talk about your feet, because I think we got the wiki feet part of the interview over. You know, oh, like, yeah, well, yeah for sure. Yeah. They're, they're my sponsor. Wiki feet's my sponsor of the podcast. Oh, I, I love that. I, I would love <laughs> to, are, they, are they taking more? Because I'd love to, love to have them on ours. Oh, dude, always. They do 10 at a time. Um, I wanted to ask you guys, this feels like a semi-personal question, but I think you guys are going to be open to it. If not, let me know. Um, okay. At what point did you two know that you were in love with each other? Because I feel like I know. Oh, wow. Well, um, you know, when I made love to her for sure was the first time I knew. Okay. Um, but no, I, you know, weird. I, I like when I moved, when I first saw her at Flappers, I knew that that was going to be someone that I would be having in my future. Um, mm -hmm. That was like a couple years before it actually happened. Um, All right. I was in a long distance relationship at the time. And she was obviously in a relationship at the time too. Um, mm -hmm. 
but there was something that I where I knew, oh yeah, this will probably be the be the one. Mm. And then Misha. And for me, it was we had a lot of we had a lot of bantery conversations before, when I was not single, and you and I always very much enjoyed his company. But then when I realized there, then there was like a week where we actually like really started hanging out. And within that week, I actually knew, and I told him within that week, I could marry you. Mm, and that was interesting. over eight years ago. And this is how long it took. Yeah. Cause I was working at flappers eight years ago, I believe during that time period. Yeah. Cause I remember when you guys weren't dating. And then I remember by the time I left and I was only at flappers for a year, like I was there like exactly one calendar year. And by the end, you guys were like full fledged couple. Mm-hmm. And I remember there was like one day I walked in uh, to Flappers and Lance was leaned over the bar like it was like blocked from an episode of Cheers or whatever. <laughs> just like looking at you totally in love. And you were like looking at him back, but like as the bartender, but also like totally in love with him. Mm-hmm. And I was like, they're going to get married. Like I like knew that. And oh, then, wow. no, for sure. Like I was like, they're in love and they're having this moment. And like, so I go clock in. And then I like asked like Justin about it. I was like, are they seeing each other yet? And he was like, no, but they're definitely gonna like, Oh wow. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Crazy. And it was just like, at that point we were just like, I guess it's the waiting game for when they discover what we've already discovered by looking at you guys from the outside. Right. Right. Yeah. That's That's super, super cool. We have mm-hmm. something at our back door. We I'm have... sorry for the distraction. No, you need to be focused on the I'm podcast. focused. I'm focused. I just She's concerned it. about someone coming through the back door. When you see an individual through the window and you make eye contact. Did you make eye mm-hmm. contact with them? Well, but no, but it felt like I was about to. Okay, well, now Aaron's listeners are going to be all over the place because they're going to be worried about... They're going to go check their back doors right now. If everyone could just take a moment and check their back doors. Everyone take a moment. to. to, to, Now now I'm wondering, what do I have delivered? See what I mean? Oh, I think it's... Yeah. Oh, it's for Okay. Um, You know, and it's so funny because I remember even telling Justin because we were living together Mm -hmm. that I remember coming home to the apartment one day and he was like, uh, or I was like, dude, I'm going to marry her. And he's like, no, you're not. And I was like, dude, watch. You gu- I guarantee you I'm going to marry her. Watch. And then I just, you know, I waited a while. Yeah. I mean, the, I was surprised at how long you guys dated before you guys married. I would have assumed it would have happened much faster. Nothing. That- I was super surprised, Darren. You were? You were? Very surprised at how long it took? you dated. Well, how long do people normally wait before they get married? I would say somewhere between two to four years is really normal. But don't you feel like that's that's kind of like rushing into it? Like, I feel like a couple, two, three years, you're still figuring something out. Oh, for sure. I feel like a lot of my relationships, like a year in, I'm like feeling out like, oh, I think I could, or I think I couldn't. Yeah. Um, I've never quite reached five years and been like, I don't know where I stand on this. You know, like I've had two relationships that lasted kind of that long and I knew I was like, well, this isn't working out, but we're just not not working out enough to break up. Mm-hmm. I was never five years in like, I'm going to marry this woman and still not said nothing. Right, right. Well, you know, I think I'm a man of um, little words sometimes and um, mm-hmm. maybe little actions sometimes little actions. as well. Yeah, um, little um, proposals. But also, wanted <laughs> sure, sure, sure. I also needed to make sure that she is committed. You know, I'm not trying to have someone just try to be with me because of my um, my small commercial success, or you know, some of my uh, you know, I did a voiceover um, commercial once, like ten mm-hmm. years ago, 
Um, and I just didn't want her to be with me for those reasons. Yeah, for sure. She, and she was like, I'm not going to marry someone that's not in a commercial with John Cena yet. Right. Yep. Yeah. I needed to wait it out. I want, yeah. Like, I didn't move to LA <laughs> and she for waited. nothing. That's, well, you know, and John Cena, he's, uh, he's obviously out of your league. He's just, uh, he's too big for you. He's got too many muscles. Physically, I, physically too big. Physically, physically too, too big. big. And I'll give you that. Physically too big. <laughs> he's a big guy. Was it hard switching over to being a 7-Eleven family? Oh, <laughs> <laughs> hard switching over from being a 7-Eleven fan. No, to being a 7-Eleven, because you did the 7-Eleven commercials. You're right. like, oh, we were a Circle K family, and now we're a 7-Eleven That's right. Family. Well, you know, honestly, I've made, I've made quite an adaptation. You know, I'm, I'm a big 7-Eleven guy. Now I'm, 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 tr- I'm trying true to the brand. Um, mm-hmm. Great company to work for. Just such great, positive company. Um, well, you do a lot of 7-Eleven shopping. I do happen to do a lot of 7-Eleven shopping, but I don't want people to think that I'm making poor um, health choices. Are you going there to get recognized? I'm going there. I stand next to the 7 Now sign, and uh, <laughs> I, I, I do go there in cardigan and tie and glasses. Uh, but I also go there, and I, I, I'm a big – I get the Yerba Mate's there. I get a Yerba Mate. Okay. Mate. Yeah, they got that. You might be the only person that goes to 7-Eleven for Yerba Mate. I think so. It's just so <laughs> close, dude. I'm hooked on those things. Man. But I used to work at a place where everybody seemed to do their lunch at 7-Eleven. Oh, Zero yeah. Yerba Mate's were coming out of there. It was pizza by the slice and a Slurpee and stuff. They got a lot of wieners in there and a lot of like, um, uh, what are the, the things with the crunchy stuff on the outside with the meat and the inside? I know what you're talking about, and I've never looked at them in any appetizing way. I've always like, what kind of trap is this? Like, it's like, who? A, like a taquito thing. That's it's like, it yeah, is. it's like a meat, it's like a meat tube. God, that stuff just doesn't look good. No, it looks gnarly, but it doesn't yeah. stop those people from wanting it. Doesn't it doesn't stop anyone from buying that stuff. No. Some people, it stops some people for sure. Well, you know, I don't, I don't, I don't buy it. Aaron doesn't buy it. I don't buy it. I mean, I but it's also like it. you either are in or out. There's no yeah, middle. I guess that's what it is. I don't think anybody looks at it and goes, well, today this one doesn't look good. They just <laughs> go in knowing they're going to grab it or not. I think that's it. It's either hot or cold. You either know, you either go in and you're not going to care. You're just getting it or you're not going to get it. Yeah. It's like cigarette smokers. You either know you're going to smoke a cigarette today or not. Yeah. The rest is undecided. Yeah. If someone hands you a cigarette, you're gonna smoke it. You're just or gonna, not at all. You're gonna smoke it. And you should honestly try smoking some of the wieners at 7-Eleven because I hear that they hit pretty well. That might be healthier. They might be a little healthier in the juice. There's a, there's something in the juice. It's got like the mm-hmm. it's like that e juice. You know, it's kind of like a, a little bit of a broth. Mm-hmm. So e juice is like um for vaping. Vaping for oh, cigarettes. Oh, got so, it. Mm-hmm. Okay. Because before it was called vaping, it was e-cigarettes. And so then they were going oh, with right. e-juice. And before right. e-cigarettes, it was actually just electric cigarettes. Mm-hmm. Before that was just shock therapy. Yes. Got it. Yeah. And that's just juice when the electricity is, is going ju- through. And that's just electricity and, um, and juice. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Thank you. You can't believe you didn't know about her. Didn't know. She's so smart, but so there's some stuff that she just is so, she's still learning. I don't about. know. Yeah, I'm very ignorant sometimes. Well, I mean, we only study some subjects. We don't all study the entire world. I know. And she was just talking to me last night how she wishes that she, you know, she was wishing that she was smarter. She wished that she, she was wishing that she could just go back to, she wants to go to Harvard. She wants to be one of these Mm -hmm. people who go to Harvard. Dude, I I thought you were going to say Hogwarts so bad. (laughs) And Hogwarts. She would like to go to Hogwarts. I mean, 
Yes, both. But Harvard, she was. I don't. You. I was just saying, had I, if I had it all to do again, I would. It would be great to really apply myself and be one of these people who's really smart. Okay. Well, let me ask you this then. Let's yes. say you apply yourself fully. You go to Harvard. We're back in time. We're back in time. Okay. Yeah. You apply yourself fully. What degree are you going to get? Gosh, I mean, the sky's the limit. Okay, so you get a doctorate in gosh, right? You graduate. What are you doing then? I, I'm just, I, sometimes all I do is talk to my really smart friends on podcasts and we just say a lot of words people don't Mm -hmm. know. Some of them Mm -hmm. do know. So you just be doing smarter podcasts. A really smart podcast. So instead okay. of doing heavy bangs, you would just be doing smarter podcasts. And probably writing. I'd probably be, I'd probably have authored several books. I would be very learned. I would be a learned lady. Wow. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. But, but mostly it would be a lot of speaking to highly intelligent people and just throwing around a lot of big words. Okay. So you just want to, you just want to have a bigger vocabulary. Yes. You can achieve that by just looking at a dictionary. You know, I have the dictionary app on my phone open yeah, all the time. That's true. I mean, I'm always trying to learn words. I think it's, it's just so a hard slow, to get them in there. It's a, just a slow process. And I think she doesn't need to give it time. Yeah, I no, I think that's what I was getting at is I think you're already smarter than you give yourself credit for. And this can all happen. And there's no reason you can't invite smart people onto the podcast and absorb some of their intelligence. That's exactly right. And I think that's what I do with mine. 30 or 40 years, she'll be able to really be able to extend her vocabulary for sure by that time. Yeah, I I give it 40 years. Yeah, (laughs) I think so. I think by then you'll really be kind of um, accustomed to all of it. Or I'll have just given up again. Or you will just given up again and you'll or you'll be dead. Or I will be dead. So a lot of really positive and, oh, and negatives in there as well. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Stuff doesn't have to be negative. And it doesn't have to be negative. It's very positive. That's true. Just because someone moves on to the next like level of existence doesn't always mean it's bad. Right. Exactly. It's just us who think so. Not unless they go. Well, yeah, just because we personally miss them. That's it. Yeah, yeah. It's us being selfish about missing them more than it is about maybe there is a best step for them on the other side. It's so yes. much more fun on the other side, I feel like. I mean, do you believe in the other side? Oh, yeah. I feel like there's a bunch of other sides. Well, he's visited a lot of you know, I've visited sides. all sorts of sides. All right. How did you visit other sides? Well, there's there's ways, you know, there's different realms that you can travel through, through um, natural medicines and psychedelic and things. Non-natural and non-natural medicines. And also non- medicines made in a lab. And medicines made mm-hmm. in a lab synthetically so you aren't harming um, the natural plants themselves or what have you. Um, psychedelics though. Yeah. That'll get you to a different place. Mm-hmm. But, um, but yeah. But do I you think there's things that exist on that side that don't exist on this side? I think there's, I think what it is, is there's like a very thin veil that we, um, pass through that is to an infinite space. That is something else and something bigger and better and more colorful and more of like whole in a way. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, I've taken psychedelics as well, you know, like yeah. can throw that out there. Yeah. But well, it's well, also, what's that? What ones were you, what were your favorites? Did you, did you do a bunch or did you just do um, like the mush, mushrooms, mushrooms or? Well, I mean, I did acid and mushrooms. Oh yeah. Um, okay. 
And I actually really like the intensity of acid. Yeah. But the come down takes days. Yeah, it's a little bit of a... And so the pleasantry of being able to come down on mushrooms and be able to function completely normally the next day mm-hmm. is the perk. Yeah, yeah. You're and so that's really the safe realm to me. Mm-hmm. And it's shorter. You're not there for, you know, the entire day. Yeah, no, exactly that. It's like, this doesn't require 36 hours of time. Uh, right. It requires six. Yeah, just six. Yeah, but at that the same time, I don't feel like on mushrooms you are touching or going through a veil as much as it's like lifting off and being able to get a bigger perspective on yourself. You cannot you can look at your scenario and pull yourself out of it. Oh yeah. Although Lance That's true. did some farming. I did some farming. I cultivated them this uh, over the pandemic. Uh, I like, oh hell yeah! I, dude. Oh, I grew a bunch. I think I grew like over a quarter pound of them. Um, and the first batch were a particular kind of mushroom that were yeah. very much. Uh, I grew these one mushrooms. They were called uh, Mazatopic and they were like very spiritual. Yes, they very much felt like you went to, you got some serious information. Oh, yeah. yeah. Uh, and then do you apply this in day to day life? I try to. Um, there's some messages I'm not really listening to, though. Um, like, yes. I, I, you know, I love smoking pot. I'm a big cannabis fan. Mm-hmm. Um, but a lot of my, a lot of, I've had several like psychedelic trips where um, basically things and uh, entities are telling me that I, I'm smoking too much of it and that I need to not smoke it. Mm. Um, so I, I haven't started. That's like the one that I haven't applied selfishly. Um, I am, I am a fan of that idea. Yeah. And I'll tell you why. And it's not to bag on you. No, I don't, it's I don't because know. it needs to be much like the other thing. It needs to be a thing that you take sometimes to visit yeah. instead of a place you live at. Yeah. I feel like you have to live in sobriety and visit those things. Mm-hmm. And if you flip it, you don't really fully have an understanding of where sober self is or just like not even sober self, that's actual self. Right. Right. No, I agree. I agree. Yeah. So, so yeah, it's I, the difference between like living in a hotel most of the time and living in a house. Oh, wow. That's a great, um, it's a great analogy. It is a good analogy. That's really good. Yeah, no, that's true. Because you don't, you don't, you don't smoke. You, do you smoke pot or no? You don't. Like twice a year. Twice it's a year. so, so unoften. Yeah. And you're not much of a drinker either. I, oh, I, and when I do drink, I don't get drunk. I get drunk. I try to get drunk zero times a year, but every now and then, like yeah. once every three or four years, there'll be a time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I'm not big into the alcohol these days. Like I used to be. I never was. No. I was always, I get uh, hung over easier than I get drunk. Oh, so wow. it's far more risk versus reward. For sure. Yeah. yeah. It's not worth it. It's not worth it these days. It's like you're, um, you're kind of digging yourself out of a hole where you tried to, to bury yourself to die on those. Yeah, exactly. And there was no fun in any of it at that point. You're like, okay, no, no. so I spent $10 on a drink. I didn't feel drunk, but I feel sick the next day. Right. Yeah. I'm very similar. I it's can't drink yeah. like a glass of wine has made me throw up. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Especially, yeah, if the drink doesn't hit right. Yeah. Which I know that that's like a phrase now. It's like, this is hitting. But like, <laughs> yeah. yeah but true. it feels like when if I got like a mouthful of a shot, it's not going to land well. Oh, no, no, that will never land well. Well, that's the point is because then all of a sudden people do that for your birthday. They're like, oh, congratulations. 
here is shot. Yeah. And you're like, no, I don't want shot. I don't want to. No, I don't. I recover from a punch easier than a shot. Why would you give this to me and then pressure me to do this? It's like not worth having birthdays at bars for that reason. So yeah, I stopped. I stopped after my, I think it was my 27th birthday. Yeah. People bought me shots and I got so sick and I was like, I'm not doing that again because it only cultivates this scenario. Right. Yeah. 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 Right. To just keep and and then just keep happening. Yeah. Not good. Yes. So now it's more like, hey, I'll meet up with friends at dinner. Uh huh. Dinner's nice. Dinner's yeah, like exactly. Because then you go, if you guys want to do something nice for me, then chip in and pay for the dinner. If not, don't worry about it. I plan on buying my own dinner. Right. There's cake here. Yeah. Well, Lance, you have a birthday coming up. Perhaps we go to dinner. I do have a I do have a birthday coming up, and perhaps we do go to dinner. Why you should I, go to dinner behind a veil. Uh, oh, the other behind veil. the veil. Yeah. Yeah. That would, I bet they'd. I bet they'd be open. They're always open. <laughs> they're always open. They are. God, they're open twenty four hours. It's the best part about the place. Uh, yeah, that's, that's true. Cool. Oh, interesting. Yeah, maybe, maybe. Yeah, it's funny. I, uh, you don't ever, I don't ever do that. I don't ever just go to dinner. I'm always, I guess I usually am like going to bars or I'm trying to, what did I do? I love going to dinner. Going to dinner is one of my favorite things. Right. You get good conversation. You get to just sit. You hopefully the server is, um, doing well, uh, yeah. financially and also at the job and stuff. And, the, and hopefully the kitchen people are there. Yeah. I hope the kitchen people are there. <laughs> That's yeah. why I'm going. Yeah. Um, okay, we're gonna we're, we're wrapping this up. We did our we did the time. We did we it. Did the time. Oh, great. We did. Isn't that great? I wow. want before we separate ways. Please, I want you guys to plug your podcast because it's the two of you guys bantering, and I think that people hearing you guys banter on this will make them want more. So where do they go for more of you? Sure so. Well, they can check us out at the Heavy Bangs Podcast. Mm-hmm. Um, Heavy Bangs. Um, it's like found everywhere. Um, yeah yeah and social media heavy banks podcast i keep uh, jumping in and watching the clips and loving it oh thank you yeah it's been pretty fun it's it's been it's been interesting it's really just lance's podcast it's my podcast and you say that but i like the way that you question <laughs> him and make him lead him into other directions you yeah. your job as a co-host is important because you are directing lance who you're letting kind of run free but also wrangling Absolutely. I mean, and, and there's a lot of, I mean, Aaron, I can't tell you how many countless episodes we haven't aired because been... <laughs> sometimes I just go too far and yeah. um, it's just, You're too like, edit. can I legally say this? You know, like basically, basically, yes. Yeah. Can I say this and be canceled? That yes. I, I basically just need a button that I press. That's just a can't say. Or like maybe I should let her have the mic button to where she can cut my mic when need to be. Yeah, I think that's important. Just for the safety of my career. And I think maybe the same in regular life. That too. That mm-hmm. too in regular life. 100%. Yes, yes. Well, I'm still figuring this whole regular life thing out too. <laughs> I can tell and I, I like I like watching you try to figure it out um, thank you I also before we leave want you two to describe each other describe each other yeah how would you describe your wife and how would she describe you well this is my wife I would describe her as someone who is five um, two five one and this isn't a police report you know like okay. uh, <laughs> she's uh, I would say kind um empathetic sweet 
generous, loving, um, soft-spoken, sleepy. All right. All right. Cool. I like that. I agree. <laughs> Misha, describe Lance. Lance is, uh, he's a free spirit. He has become freer. <laughs> as too free? Aged. <laughs> not, he's not too free. Okay. But he is freer. Free. Freer by the day. Yeah. And uh, he... He's definitely, he's the guy who's going to wear a really strange outfit and yeah. make him happy. So you let him. <laughs> I'll tell you every time I've ever seen Lance in public, I'm like, I'm about to stop him and talk to him. I don't know what this conversation is going to be. I'm going to like it. You know, oh, like, yeah. oh, thanks. Yeah. And if I was to describe the two of you, I'd say that you guys are a very sexy hippie couple that don't know Oh, wow. Oh, that's very sweet. Well, that's very sweet of you. We're embracing right we now. We are. telling of me than I normally am in things and I like it I liked it a lot Lance and Misha I'm so happy I got them I asked them if they wanted to do it together or separate but I also mentioned I would prefer together because I do want to bounce things off each other like that like I'm I'm learning I do like asking questions to a couple and making the other person answer so it's not about the perspective of oneself but the perspective from their partner who loves them just brings them in so heavily i don't know love it i want to now i want to interview like a thousand more couples and do that um so they have a podcast comes out every tuesday the same day my podcast comes out so uh i don't want to say list your priorities wisely but it's heavy bangs podcast and you can find that on instagram at heavy bangs podcast and then of course at lance paulin and at misha mccourtney she just changed her facebook this morning at the time of me recording this to uh to her new married name don't know if the Instagram's changing or not with that, but as of this time, it says at Misha McCourtney. So boom, uh, I will tag this with her married name if she so changes her Instagram to her married name. That's uh, that's the way I'll do that. I I mean, I gotta be honest. It felt the energy of this podcast feels closer to their podcast than mine, because you know it is a lot of it is a lot of Lance wrangling, which I love. I personally think it's a fun thing to do some Lance wrangling. And also, I do believe one day she will choke him on that podcast. And I think we all want to see that. Um, yeah, good time. Next week, I have Mitchell Lamar. Mitchell Lamar is a guy that I met because we were going to Fresno together to do a show. So it was like, hey, I don't know you from Adam. Like, literally, like, Kelsey Lane, who I should have on the show. She booked a show and had us do the show with her. And so she picked us all up at a Starbucks and it was like, oh, cool. I don't know you from Adam. Let's let's talk for six hours straight. And we hit it off immediately. You're going to hear. I He's literally on his way now. So I don't even know what the interview is going to be about. 
I have an idea of what I want to talk to him about, but that doesn't mean it's going to get there. It doesn't always get there, and sometimes it's fun not to. I really enjoy watching things go off the rails. The more and more I do stand-up, the more and more I'm just straying from my material and just letting things go wherever they go. And I think it's a lot funner for me and the audience to watch me figure that out than it is to be like, here's a clever thing that I wrote. I don't believe in stand-up that people like clever. I mean, it makes them smile, it makes their heads nod, but it doesn't make you laugh. So I'm just like, why? Why even try to be clever? Let's just spearhead the funny. Isn't that what all the greats do? So, Heavy Banks Podcast, every Tuesday, Lance and Misha, Mitchell Lamar, on his way to do the show. Excited for that. Oh yeah, I'm going to Vegas this week. That's why I'm doing all this so early. I'm going to Vegas. So, and then I'm going to Arizona. So, by the time you guys hear this, I'll probably be back from Arizona. But, I'm uploading my month's worth of podcasts today. So that way... I mean, it'll still come out. I can schedule the releases. So if anything happens between here and there, I don't know. I don't know. I'm going to SummerSlam wrestling. So, you know, by the time you hear this, John Cena might be the champion. And that might be a kind of thing I want to talk about. Or the fact that I'm going into a football stadium uh, for the first time since pre-COVID. I've had COVID now, and I've gotten vaccinated. But I've never been a part of a group that's that big. Never, never done that. So that's going to be an interesting experience we're going to want to talk about on the way back. But you won't hear about that for a little bit because I'm just pre-recording a bunch. But definitely the kind of thing I will want to talk to you guys about when I come back. Um, as always, you can follow me at Aaron M. Marsh on everything. I kept everything the same on Venmo, on Instagram, on Twitter. Follow me on Facebook, whatever. Um, I got pins and stickers. If you want them, DM me. I'll tell you how to buy them. They're $10. It's $10 for my Venmo. I'll just write pins and stickers, and then we'll do an exchange of, like, you know, a private exchange of, like, what's your address so I can send it to you. That's it. Um, what else do I got going on? I just got that going on, I think. That's, that's good. I feel like there's one thing I'm missing. Eh, I guess I'll just have to tell you about that another time. So, if, oh, please rate, review, and subscribe to this podcast. I don't ask for it every week, um, but I got to remember to say that more because when I say that, and you're new, you do it, and it's great, and I love it. It makes me happy. It really does, and I do, I do read all of the comments, and I think it's very funny. So thank you for listening, and thank you for putting up with me. Whether I'm right or whether I'm wrong, I find a place in this world I'll never be long I've got to be me